Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. This podcast helps you discover wealth is more than just money. It consists of several empowering components that make up wealth in your personal and business life. Now, here's your host, Paul Lawrence Van. Good day, good day, everyone. This is your host, Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy podcast, and glad that you could be with me today. And I just want to share a few things with you, but be mindful that our mantra is wealth is more than just money. Not because money doesn't play a role or it's important in terms of taking care of our needs, but there are other things out there as well. Uh, there's love, there's joy, there's happiness, compassion, there's understanding, there's peace, there's cooperation, and much, much more. So welcome to today's episode. And let me share with you another way that you can listen to this podcast. You can go to www.wealthacademypodcast.com. You can also find us out there on Apple Podcasts. And just simply look for the podcast, our podcast, Wealth Academy podcast. Wealth is more than just money. I'd be glad to connect with you. And of late, I've had some amazing uh, guest experts on. And uh, today, I'm going to be talking about money mindset. And it's centered around a recent uh, summit I participated in called Life, Business, and Bank Account Accelerator summit. And this summit was tremendous and with lots of guest speakers, there were 17 of us, in addition to uh, a lot of people who signed up and enrolled and we provided a free gift giveaway, in addition to VIP uh, gifts that we provided as well. So it was a really a great time had by all. And I would highly recommend uh, that you uh, be on the lookout for it. It's coming down the road. It'll be offered uh, to different people who want to be involved in it. And so without further ado, I want to talk about today's topic, which happens to be money mindset. Yes, you heard it. One of my favorite things to talk about. And so when we talk about mindset, one of the first things that we have to consider is the definition of mindset itself. And the mindset is defined as how one views the world. In other words, it's a combination of an individual's experiences over time, growing up as a child, attending school, participating in sports, graduating from high school, going on to college, if that was a choice, playing sports, whatever it may have been, uh, it's a collective. And at some point in time, uh, one comes into a consciousness. In other words, those things that we grew up thinking it was the right way, our approach to doing something, we have changed because of the fact that we have more experience. And experience is a great teacher and it plays a, a, a magnificent role uh, when it comes to mindset. And of course, I'll transition from just mindset to money mindset uh, here shortly. And uh, one of the things that uh, we have to keep in in mind is that a part of what we were growing up, a part of that was programming, not so much in a negative way, but just in terms of who we received information from, whether it was our parents, uh, extended family members, our siblings, 
uh, teachers, coaches, as I mentioned before, and then some of the people that we've worked for over the years, people in leadership positions in the community, et cetera. And so uh, we want to really put a focus on mindset because it could make a tremendous difference in how we view the world. Now, one of the first things I want to talk about is someone who I admired for a long time. Once I learned about her, I never met her, but I looked at her story and her name was Osceola McCarthy. She was from Mississippi. And at the uh, tender age, when she was about in the sixth grade, she stopped school. And she stopped school because one of her aunts became sick and she stopped to help her aunt uh, with her illness or her disability, which was chronic. And her before that happened, her aunt became sick or came ill. She taught her how to wash clothes. In other words, uh, they were in a community and people need their clothes washed because they were perhaps working and they would get their clothes, wash the clothes, iron the clothes, and then return them to people and get paid. Well, let me tell you something about Miss McCarty. She actually took the money that she earned and saved the majority of it. And she did without things because she stayed at her uncle's house because her aunt, of course, was married to her uncle. And so she didn't have any overhead for that. She never owned a car. Whenever she went to get groceries or anything, she would walk to do it. Um, so she didn't spend anything on herself. But over the course of years, uh, she opened up a bank account because she had saved most of the money she had earned. Now, let me tell you how much she saved. She saved $150,000. You know, back in the day, people would put their money in the mattress. I guess her mattress became so lumpy that she uh, actually went in and had a banking relationship. So she got a relationship banker and talked to him. Hey, you know, I'd like to put my money in the bank. She put it in there. And then years later, she decided that she wanted to donate this money to the university. And she did just that. And it ended up being 150,000. And the alumni of the university, uh, they just decided, you know what? We wanna match your particular investment that's going here to the University of Southern Mississippi. And so it ended up being about $300,000. So the alumni came in and matched her amount and she was able to give this money to underprivileged youth, who attended the university uh, and had uh, African-American scholarships. And uh, to me, that really speaks volumes about mindset that she thought more of other people and she'd helped them over the course of the long run. Now, let me tell you even more. Miss Osceola McCarthy was born in 1908 and she passed away in September of 19. 89. And um, it actually is it's even past that because uh, she ended up, let me tell you some of the things she ended up winning. She received an honorary degree at the University of Southern Mississippi, uh, Presidential Citizen Award from President Clinton, the UN Award uh, she won for um, a medal for that. And then she 
Juan, also an honorary, received an honorary degree from Harvard University for her efforts as well. So what this tells us is that through Ms. McCarty, that she had the mindset of being a selfless person. So she was working at the, near the university of Southern Mississippi and people would bring their clothes to her. It was just something people did. You know, professors on campus, the students, you know, leadership of the campus, she was the go-to person. And because they were so uh, grateful, uh, uh, really warm to her and receptive of her, she gave back, which I think is tremendous. So that's a really powerful uh, mindset that she had, which is a lesson for us all. Now, you all know my particular a goal. Uh, my goal is to help 300,000 people become financially free. And I know that it's possible. And uh, when we look at the amount of debt that people are in today, uh, there isn't any other approach that they can take. And that approach is to do their best to become debt free. So it's going to take a mindset shift. And a lot of people are going to go bankrupt if they don't make this shift. And we know that a lot of what happened is the reserve, is, is the result of uh, the pandemic, which today is causing stress, anxiety, depression, suicide, and higher divorce rates. And uh, the answer for people is for them to become a mind, what I call mind over money champions. And as a result of this, uh, what people really need to do and this is a great time to do it, is to assess where they are today. Because once they assess where they are today, it will give them a strong foundation going into the future because there's a new normal, if you will, as a result of the vaccine, people going back to work, kids in the fall going back to school, and uh, different things such, such as this. So um, one of the things that happens is that we all, me included, we have to understand the power of our mind. And then we need to work to strengthen it over time. And so for people who don't understand the power of their mind, uh, they are largely uh, because they cannot identify with anything else because they're not willing to expand their mind and strengthen it. But there are ways to do it. And so uh, one what people have to do is come into consciousness of their reality. And the reality is, is because of the businesses, uh, the recent um, employment numbers that came out with President Biden, uh, they didn't reach the numbers they thought that they would reach. They thought they'd get at least 1 million jobs, but they actually ended up, I believe, in the 200,000 range. And a lot of that was impacted because a lot of women lost their jobs during this time. They had a, a tougher struggle with it because they had a choice, some decisions to make. And in my opinion, they made the right decisions because they first of all had to secure their own safety. And that meant that when a business closed, uh, they went home to take care of their children if they happen to have children. And then some people didn't have medical insurance, so they stayed home. And so when we look at the high percentage of women who lost their jobs doing this uh, pandemic, it has everything to do with the numbers being so low right now. So uh, what is taking place on the mindset standpoint is that we have to understand the power of thoughts 
is really the first step to personal mastery. And research tells us that 95% of your activity and mine is subconscious. It doesn't mean that we're walking around sleep. It just means that we're really not tapped in to the conscious aspect of our minds, but we can work on this. So don't fear, don't worry, I'll get to that. And, and so that's uh, not on our subconscious has stored everything that has ever happened to you. Now, gosh, that's a lot, isn't it? And then our subconscious processes the things that have, ha have happened to us, to you and me, and it frees up conscious space, uh, leaving us with maybe five to nine pieces of information that's most critical or most important to us. And then according to Carl Jung, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate, but it really not fate is that our subconscious mind is operating at a high level when really our conscious mind should be uh, the greater of the two. And then programming of the subconscious for conscious growth is the habits of affirmations and self-hypnosis, self and that provides empowerment. But along uh, with these strategies, there are other things to consider in order to create a positive mindset for growth and fulfillment. And that's where we're trying to get to. We have this pandemic that is still here, but not as devastating as it was in 2020. And we're all on a reset. And uh, part of that research should include our minds, strengthen our minds. Now, what we have to understand is that our thoughts determine the environment and that we can command our thoughts. And this is really the first step in the process. We have to commit to a daily routine of developing mental and emotional strength. And it's something else entirely. But mind you, it takes a trinity and that trinity consists of, it takes discipline, character and patience. Wow, that sounds like I'm back in the Air Force, but I'm not. And it can take years for some people to get rid themselves of certain thoughts and ideas, and they have to be uh, constantly vigilant about what they're thinking and what they are consuming. And by thinking, we're talking about if a negative thought comes to your mind, immediately put it out of your mind and replace it with something positive. And on that same routine, what we're consuming, books, positive books, whether it's the Bible, the Quran, you know, whatever the Torah, whatever it may be, positive books, uh, no negative books, movies, likewise the movies, news that we consume, advertising as well. So understand that there are many ways to increase your mental and emotional power. And we just need willpower and determination to, to uh, enhance our mindset. Now, here are some things that can help. And uh, I'm going to share just a few of those with you. Uh, affirmations really uh, play a big role. And the reason why affirmations pay, pay, play a big role is because it must be in the positive uh, approach. Uh, for example, uh, one a person say it from a money mindset standpoint. Yes, I'm getting back on that. Uh, affirmations are an effective tool to program ourselves for personal and business success. Remember when reaffirming or affirming to use the present tense, such as I am talented or I am rich, it's better than 
I will be talented, or I am going to be rich. So we're putting everything in the present tense and from a positive perspective. And uh, another point to keep in mind is that when it comes to affirmation work, it, it works best when the mind is in a receptive state. So if affirmation should really be used first thing in the morning or late at night when our minds are clear, we're just getting up, it's a fresh new day, or in the evening, we're about to rest up at night and we want to rest up with something positive. But um, we have to repeat these uh, affirmations over time uh, if we're meditating uh, and we can sink it in and it'll sink in when there's less resistance, of course. So let's go over just a few of them. Uh, for example, when it comes to money mindsets, you may use this a statement for an affirmation. I am rich. So repeat after me. I am rich. I have always been rich. Getting the hang of it now? Here's some more. Riches are waiting for me. I love being so financially abundant. People see me as very affluent. I have so many sources of income. I always have enough money. And those are just a few of the many that uh, we can affirm on a consistent and daily basis. And uh, I, I believe it's something that we should all consider and something that we should all do. Now, what are some other ways in terms of uh, enhancing our mind, strengthening our mind in relations to money mindset? And uh, some of the things that we can do is meditation, yoga, fasting, my favorite mindfulness and concentration. And any practice with passion and intensity, such as painting, singing, dancing, martial arts, because it negates negativity and it accentuates positivity. And so I wanted to share this with you today. And the reason why is because there is no better time than now to become who we've always thought we should be. So we want to accentuate the positive and one of the first steps that we can use uh, to help us in that process to gain this money mindset is to strengthen, first of all, strengthen our minds, our mental capacities, rejecting negativity, rejecting negative people, rejecting negative situations, replacing them with positivity in all of those areas and even more. And so when I went through the summit and I was interviewed uh, by the host and I shared with them about the affirmations, about the meditation, and he seemed a little bit perplexed, which told me that uh, he was a great candidate for actually incorporating this into his daily life. And it's not anything that I would push on anyone. It just makes the difference between how good do you want your results to be? Uh, do you want to become debt-free? Do you want to become financially free? Do you want to become a wealth builder? Do you want to have legacy wealth? And 
if you're willing to, it's not even a sacrifice, if you're willing to position yourself foundationally in that space where you're going to go from being overwhelmed with debt. And let me give you an example. Research shows that if you're out walking on a city street, wherever it may be in town, and you pass by 10 people, eight of those 10 people would be in debt, but not just a little bit of debt, but a lot of debt, because the average household carries about $145,000 worth of debt. And that's not even including the house. That's just credit card debts and personal loans. So uh, when we look at the aspect of where we are today, we're past time, past time for getting our house in order to get off of the hamster wheel of living paycheck to paycheck, paying excessive fees, low credit score numbers, um, being behind on bills and the pandemic didn't help with some people having a forbearance where they hold back the amount of the um, payments for certain days, depending on the bank, maybe 90 days, student loans, likewise. And even people who are renting apartments, they are holding back. And if you think that stimulus check or if you think unemployment check is going to help take care of your, even your basic needs, you're not right on that one. You're wrong on that one. It will not do it. And I don't believe uh, that uh, people are staying home because their unemployment check is sufficient for them. It's insufficient. People are looking for new opportunities. Some are going to become entrepreneurs, which I like. Others are going to create joint partnerships, joint ventures, partnerships, business. Uh, people, some people are going to go and retrain into new uh, work opportunities. So really, uh, the sky, not even the sky is the limit for people nowadays. So if we look at that great shift, that great shift is going to start with a strong mindset. And it's going to have to align with the money mindset because uh, it's now is that time we know even today, uh, with the hacking of the, the gas uh, corporation colonial, that the price of gas is escalating because the demand is so high because people are thinking that, oh, I better get this gas before the price goes up. And uh, unfortunately, uh, it's not only going up through the South, coming up through Texas where I used to work with mobile oil, but it's coming up to the East Coast as well. And so when we start to look at things like that, now is the right time to get straight, get your foundation in order, uh, get off of that hamster wheel, living paycheck to paycheck, and establish a solid debt-free and financially free opportunity for you, your family, and your community and institutions. And also uh, looking at the, the aspect of um, a lot of people at ground zero, there's nowhere to go but up. And the best way to do it is have a money mindset that will position you not only to generate wealth, but also legacy wealth. Do it for yourself, do it for your family and your community. It's the right thing to do. So I'm going to end this particular episode of Wealth Academy podcast. And I just want to ensure that you understood that we have to at this time, or we should at least consider 
uh, strengthening our mental abilities, our mindset, working on our brain uh, to make it so we can make the best decisions. And with better decisions in life, we have better results in life. And I want to see everyone, and I'm, you know, I'm working on 300,000 people to become financially free, that I'm on a mission and I'm able to do it. And so uh, listen to this particular episode, uh, get out there, listen to it on Apple Podcasts, uh, look for Wealth Academy Podcasts, go over to Spotify, you'll be able to see the episode over there. Go to Apple, rate and review this episode and provide a five-star rating. I really appreciate that. It helps me immensely when you do that. So this is ending. This particular session is all about mindset, specifically money mindset. And my time is up and I thank you for yours. And I'll see you on the next episode. We're going to bring in another amazing, amazing guest and uh, someone who is going to share their expertise uh, with you uh, as you go along your journey in life. So have a great day, everyone. My time is up and I thank you for yours. Have a wonderful day. This is your host, Paul Lawrence Van saying to you, enjoy, and I'll see you on the next episode. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. You will find the show notes for links to everything that was mentioned. You will find the show notes on my landing page. Subscribe to the Wealth Academy podcast. Rate or review the podcast on iTunes. 